Hey, what's going on, everyone? My name is J.R. Robinson, and I would like to welcome you to When He Speaks Erotica from a Man's Perspective. As always, I got to listen to this and thank everyone for supporting this channel. Tonight's topic, the non-negotiable boundaries set in a relationship. So please do me a favor. Pour a glass of wine, sit back, relax, and I'll be right back with a question of the night. All right, so tonight's question is Do you like being in charge or taking the back seat to your partner when you're intimate? Um, during sex, do you like being in charge or do you like to take the back seat? Let your partner be in charge. Um, it is most common that each person, you know, prefer a certain role during intimacy. Um, my experience, um, most women are the women are the type. Uh, I'm sorry, most women prefer to let a man lead, no matter if it's uh, choosing a restaurant, uh, deciding on what to eat, or being aggressive in the bed. Don't get me wrong, there's some fiery, exciting, <sighs> lusting women out there. And, and, and I don't say that, and it's not a a knock against women who are not as aggressive. I'm not saying it's just uh, it's about preference. And for me, I'm kind of like either way. You know, um, there are times when I like being a more dominant person in the bedroom, and there are times when I want my woman to take you know take control and tell me what to do with a lick or <laughs> or, or you know. Um, slow it down, you know, whatever it is, it adds for interesting um, time in the bed for me, personally. You know what I'm saying? But everybody's different. Everybody got their own flow. And um, some people like an intense partner. Some prefer someone who's laid back and just going to lay there and not say anything. Now, for me, I don't like when we say You got to you gotta scream, you gotta laugh, you gotta do something. So I know that you enjoy it because automatically, in my mind, if you don't say nothing or if you just mute, I, I think this goes back to when I, you know, when I first started being intimate, sexual. Um, certain people wouldn't say anything. And I'm thinking, am I boring them or is it too much? Am I giving them too much of me and they can't handle it? Or are they disappointed that it's not hitting the spot that needs to hit? You know, so I would overanalyze the situation and then that would throw me off. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't rock the boat like I needed to. But then I found out that um, some women are not, what's the word? They're not encouraged to be as open or to let the man that the partner that they're with 
know that they're enjoying sex. It's been told that you just need to be quiet and let the man lead. And that to me don't equate to being quiet or being mute. No. And I need something more than you, you know, scratching my back. Even though scratching your back, scratching up, scratching my back is a strong indicator that I'm not giving you what you want. You know what I'm saying? But um I I prefer someone who who who's intense but not overboard. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind a little choking or, you know, slap me a couple of times. But, you know, don't punch me. Don't spit on me. You know, and don't, uh, don't pee on me. There's <laughs> other ways you can let me know you enjoyed it. And, uh, the pee thing, um, Okay. Anyway, um, back to the topic. Some people really like taking the lead. And I think because their personality is to dictate or to direct people, that they bring that personality into the bedroom. And sometimes you may need to leave that motherfucker outside the door. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't switch on who you are at work to get the same results with the person who you are in the bedroom. And what I mean by that is you may have to have a strong persona or a strong direct approach with certain people at work. But the person that you're loving, your partner, your spouse, your boyfriend or girlfriend, they may not need that uh, intensity, you know? So you have to find the balance. You have to find what it is that's going to create the harmony in the bedroom. But as long as it's not the type of harmony that you need for work or when you're talking with your children or when you're dealing with business or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to have a certain, you got to pull back on a certain, um, it can't be as intense. You can't be as direct with people that you're trying to provide uh, a sense of passion to. You know, and a lot of people uh, have to find a way to incorporate those ideas and those mindsets when it comes to separating themselves from a work situation or a situation that's not in the bed. I think one of the most common ways to, to um, you know, help a couple if, if, if they have the personality of being laid back or one being too intense is bouncing ideas off each other before you get in the bedroom. Say like you go to dinner and you sit down and you know you're drinking some wine, eat some, you know, eat a nice meal, and then you decide to bring up, hey, why don't you? wear a pink wig well, why you want me to wear a pink wig that's probably the response that most men gonna get cause their wife or their girlfriend or wife will immediately think they wanna fuck somebody else who wear, whose hair is pink or you know has a pink wig whereas it's all about communication 
It's all about, hey, if you do this, then this might work for us. It's going to create the harmony that we need. And that is kind of like leading your partner to where they need to be. So that's another form of leading in the bedroom. Sometimes you don't have to be physical. You don't have to be, you know, you don't have to demand somebody to do something. You can just put it to them in a way that they are hear what you're saying, get a vision of it, and then apply it to what it is that you want to do. So um, brainstorming before sex is another form of, of leading your partner to where you need them to go. You know, and hopefully you have a partner who's willing to to um, sit back and let you direct them and let you help them understand what it is that you need from them. You know? Because that's the that's the beauty of it, to have a someone who's who's leading and someone who is willing to be led. It don't have to be all the time. It's just sometimes you just throw it out there every once in a while and say, hey, why don't you choke me with your left hand and I instead of choke me with both hands? You know what I'm saying? Something simple as that. Now on the flip side, you got people who don't like to say shit. But I got people who don't mind just being quiet and just going for the rock. And that's cool. For me, that don't work. But for someone else, that might be perfect. Sometimes a man just don't want to hear his woman talk. Sometimes a woman may look at her man and say, this motherfucker say one more thing. I'm just going to get up and go watch some real housewife. So, it, it it all depends. You may have someone who's just a natural, quiet person, even in the bed. And like I said, if they give you an indication that they're enjoying it by wrapping their legs around you, scratching your back, or reaching up to choke the shit out of you without saying anything, that's cool too. Um, giving instruction to your partner pretty much the same thing as leading um sometimes you need someone to be direct and say look i need you to tell me step by step what it is that you need me to do because if i choke you and then you go to the police <laughs> what the fuck you told me to choke you, you know what i'm saying anyway that's a bad example but you you want to understand what it is that your person needs sometimes some people are just so wrapped into one one dimensional way of thinking they need the step by step procedure so that's where you have to give them instructions you might have to write some shit down for them say hey I need you to take a shower I need your balls clean <laughs> I need you to shave all the hair off your pussy whatever it is that's gonna help you have a great time in the bedroom do it say it you know let it be known if it might hurt somebody's feelings it might not be the um correct thing to say the the uh i can't think of that word but it may not be 
that word that you need to say to someone, but if you be direct and if you, you know, give specific instructions of what it is that you need, that's going to help you along. Now, as a man, I know most men prefer to be in charge when it comes to being sexual. I've had conversations, I've seen movies, I've seen uh, porn, I've read books, and it's just our, it's in our DNA to be dominant, to be the lead. Like I said earlier, you know, you got women who have uh, that same mentality. Some women who like to, you know, throw you on the bed. I mean, literally pick you up and throw you across the bed. Jump on you and then choke the shit out of you as they're riding. Nah, I can't say I've had many experiences like that. <laughs> I may have dabbled in being choked a couple of times, you know. But anyway, um, you have to you have to understand that uh, you have to understand your partner. You have to understand that they like being dominant. And sometimes you may have to take the back seat or flip it, flip it. You know what I'm saying? Say, okay, you're going to be the dominant one this time, but, you know, um, next week, you know, let me, let me choke the shit out of you. Or let me uh, be the one in charge. You know? Don't always be... Don't always give it. There's nothing wrong with giving it sometimes. But don't do it all the time. Switch that shit up to add a variety to what it is that you're doing. Um, I know, and I, and, I, and I know it's about me aging, getting older. You know, there was a time that I loved being in charge. But now it's like, lately... I realized that, you know, sometimes you got to put a little trust in your partner and let them call the shots. You know, let them lead you to where it is they want to take you. Sometimes after giving my partner some direction in the bedroom, they'll surprise me by proposing something I thought was impossible, giving us a little bit more of a active role that, that wasn't expected. And, and it's fun. It's, it's creative. It's you know, it gives you something to think about and it adds a different, you know, vibe to the bedroom for me. Yeah. So to wrap this up, man, just know who it is that you're with. Understand if they're like, if they're the type of person that would be in charge or if they're willing to take the back seat to you being in charge. And on that note, I will wrap this up and I'll be right back with the topic of the night. values and beliefs that are non-negotiable for both parties. 
what is honesty autonomy establishing these boundaries early on in a relationship will help prevent any arguments or disputes from arising later on down the line there's no secret that boundaries we set in our relationships can be crucial to the success of the relationship they can help us maintain our emotional well-being protect ourselves from harmful behavior and maintain control over our lives unfortunately some people may not adhere to these boundaries and this can lead to conflict where are the non-negotiable front where are the non-negotiable boundaries that should be set in relationship what i'm sorry what are the non-negotiable boundaries that should be set in a relationship I'm gonna give you five. The first one, never go 24 hours without resolving an issue. Now there are times you can't fix a situation within a 24 hour period. But in a healthy relationship, you must place boundaries. You must have boundaries in place in order to protect both individuals. When one party fails to uphold their end of the bargain, resentment and frustration will fester. And if it's left unresolved, these issues can lead to a larger problem down the road. Therefore, therefore, Omar Umar Johnson, therefore never, it's, it's never a good idea to let issues go more than 24 hours without a resolution. And I don't mean you gotta sit there and, you know, be up all night trying to resolve it. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta make sure that it's behind you. You gotta make sure that it's something that you can both put behind you and move on. Because you have a whole lot of things going on in a relationship that may have more of a meaning or may or may hold a little bit more weight than you going back and forth over something that's probably meaningless and you have to fight you have to learn how to fight certain battles and you have to kind of like you know say i'm just gonna put this off for another day or let's get past what it is that we need what that we're dealing with now and then if it's not fully resolved, we'll come back to it. You know, but your life still got to go on. You still got to be able to coexist. It's important to remember that every, not every disagreement needs to be resolved at that particular point. However, any issue that has the potential to damage the relationship should be should be addressed as soon as possible. The next. Never speak negatively about one another in front of people. I don't care if it's family, friends, colleagues, work colleagues. Do not share your business. Don't talk down to your partner. Don't disrespect your partner. Don't do nothing negative that can have a bad effect on them in front of somebody. Because you can be putting down your partner or talking down to them 
in front of somebody who may want to get with them. You might be pushing that person. You may be pushing your loved one to the next man or the next one. Because that person is going to see that. And is going to use that to their advantage. Especially somewhere like at work. I saw that your husband was all in your ass and disrespecting you. And as a queen, I'll never disrespect you like that. A woman hear that shit. Fuck that motherfucker who been in my ass about stupid shit. I'm going to go with the motherfucker who think I'm a queen. So you got to be careful what you say and how you say shit to me. To, to your loved ones in front of people. Well, you shouldn't do it anyway. But sometimes you can't help yourself. Sometimes a, a situation will occur and before you know it, you done spit a whole paragraph. A whole paragraph. You probably didn't meant to do it, but you know, that's who you are. Sometimes you can't hold back who you are as a person. I know for me, I've been very... I can't... I, I think it may have been a couple of times that I really let someone see me in a negative way with my, you know, partner in front of me. For the most part, I try, I try to make sure nobody don't know anything that's going on with me. But there have been times when a couple of, you know, young ladies have been able to pull out that Dr. Hyde, or Mr. Hyde, out of me. Because you know? I'm always in the Dr. Jekyll mindset. You know what I'm saying? I'm very meek as far as mild-mannered. I don't you know, get riled up. So if you get me to a point where I you know, go, off, go off on you in front of people, then I'm pissed off. You know? So, and it looks bad. It, look, it looks terribly bad. Not only for the person, but it looks bad as who you are about your character. You know, it makes people not want to deal with you, and it makes people lean towards the person that's been disrespected. It's always best to keep your disagreements private and speak positively about each other whenever you're around other people, no matter how much you may not want to. You still do it because you have to maintain a united front as a couple at all times when you in public. The next one is schedule intimacy time to make sure it happens. A lot of people think this is a worry. They feel like, why do I need to schedule time to fuck my girlfriend? Why do I need to let him know it's time for him to give me some dick? Because it's different. Because it's special. Because sometimes you might need to do that in order to not fight and be ugly with each other, be disrespectful, and let somebody else maneuver their way into your relationship to steal the person that you love, that you care about. You have to do things that you don't think is important have to do things that may be meaningless to you but meaningful to your partner. You have to. You can't you can't play around with simple shit like that because that's the shit that gets motherfuckers into excuse me, my language. That's the type of mindset that get people into thinking 
you know what, I'm not appreciated. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to find somebody who appreciates me. It's something simple as scheduling time to be intimate. Not to have sex, but to be intimate will probably save your relationship. It's important to be realistic about what you accomplish in a given day or week. If you're always putting everything else before your relationship, intimacy will likely fall by the wayside. So make sure you set boundaries and carve out that time for your loved one. The next one, never sleep in separate beds. (laughs) This one here is fun. Because when I was young, I saw my grandparents do it every night. And I thought it was normal. We thought it was normal because we would sleep. It was, it was three boys and one girl. So the three of us would sleep. No, me and my brother that was next to me would sleep with my grandfather. Whereas my youngest brother and my sister slept with my grandma. And we thought that's the way shit was. And then when I was of age and I saw that my mom and my stepdad was in the same room with the door closed. I'm thinking, what's going on? And then, you know, my uncle, he had to give it to me, R-A-W, raw. You know what I'm saying? He had to let me know what was up. And I was like, okay, that's it. I don't need to hear no more, you know? So, I know plenty of guys now who prefer sleeping in separate beds and the women don't have no problem with it um, sometimes it's preferred and I know that it, it sounds crazy but there are a and I guess it's this generation my generation where you see that you hear that I talk to some of my Navy buddies and they're like yeah man she got her room and I got my man cake I'm good. I got a, my mini bar. I got my PlayStation, my Xbox. Got a pool station. I mean, a pool table. And I'm good. You know, we get together and have dinner with the kids or whatever. But, you know, and we do have relations. We are intimate. But sometimes you just need to separate. But in, a, in another way of, in, a, in another world, in a, in a more realistic world, most people are going to sleep together. And if you do, you know, decide to sleep in a different bed, that's because you're arguing and you're upset about something. And there are times when you may need to step away but come back. You know what I mean? Don't step away and just sleep in the next bed and it turns into a week and next thing you know it's a month. Next thing you know, you're out the house. But that's how that starts. You know, you get to a point where, okay, you know, we're not gonna, we're not gonna um, fix the problem. We're just gonna add another problem by sleeping in different beds. And to me, that's a bad sign. That's a bad situation. That's not good for anybody. Unless you have that understanding that that's what you're going to do and that makes a good it makes for a good relationship for us to sleep in separate beds. 
sleeping in separate beds leads to a feeling of resentment and can damage the relationship. I think uh, if you talk to your partner about your concerns and work pain and work together to find out the solution, then you might can fix the problem. Making small compromises can help improve your relationship and keep both of you happy. The next one is never discuss relationships with the opposite gender. Okay, this is what I call the friend known for a female. This is the dick in the glass box. And what I mean by that is you're having issues and you can't talk with one another and you got somebody who's been able to talk to your spouse or girlfriend at work or social media. And you She decides to break the glass box. And once you break the glass box, you're going to get the dick. <laughs> once, once you take a hammer or whatever to crack that glass, it's just a matter of time. And vice versa for women. You know what I'm saying? I mean, for men. Men got the, you know, the perfect. You know, it's glowing. You know what I'm saying? Um, she picks you lunch. She laugh and, you know, crack jokes with you and listen to you not getting no pussy. The next thing you know, you crack that glass box and uh, everything is all right with the world again. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, never share anything with your husband or girlfriend don't you don't need to tell them unless you know for sure that you're out of that relationship you're not going back you're not going to be able to fix it it's damaged beyond repair then okay open up share what you need to share with somebody because that lets you know that okay I got someone I can talk to since this relationship is not going to work out you know I have a listening here if you have any feelings that you know y'all can get back together or y'all can make things work don't share it with your male friend or your best friend that just happens to be a girl or female because it's asking for trouble you're setting yourself up for something worse than what you already got you know what I'm saying and I think a lot of people have experienced that, you know, to to a degree that they know what they can say, what they shouldn't say to people, as well as not saying anything at all, just keeping everything basic. Hey, how you doing? Yes, we're good. How you and your family doing? Keeping on that level. When you start, you know, talking about 
problems with that person they doing, they can't get it up, or they might be uh, too loose in the caboose, then you're just giving the person who wanna get with you, you're giving them the lowly gun. You're giving them the ammunition to come at you. And they gonna come at they gonna come at you until they get you. They may not get you today, but guess what? They planning for when they are getting when they, when they're gonna get you. And they're gonna catch you at that time when you're vulnerable and you're not paying attention and you just hurt and you need some dick or you hadn't had seen like a month. That person's gonna say the right thing. They're gonna they gonna give you their right advice. They're gonna hold your hand. They're gonna let you lay your head on their shoulder. And they got you. So be careful who you talk to and what you talk about. Um, to wrap it up, it's important to set boundaries in a relationship. It goes without saying. However, these boundaries should be based on what's important to both partners and not what one partner deemed as non-negotiable. By communicating openly with your partner and working together to establish a healthy boundary, you can create a lasting and fulfilling relationship. That's if you want to. All right, so that is it for tonight. I want to say thank you to everyone who has supported this podcast, who has gave me advice, who has listened to me, you know, get inside my head and have to deal with my own uh, issues when it comes to what I'm doing, you know what I'm saying, Um, I'm still creating, I'm still writing, I'm still trying to make this better than it was the last time, so, you know, it's a constant thing that I'm doing, and I'm enjoying it, really am, you know, but, um, if there's anything anybody want me to talk about, hit me up at he speaks erotica at gmail.com. And I don't care what you say, but as long as you're respectable. You know what I mean? Um, I don't mind sharing stories if you want me to. Um, I can, you know, it don't have to be about you. I can remix it if you need me to. Um, if you want to give me some advice or if you want me to talk about something that you haven't heard me talk about so far. Now, there's a couple of things I won't talk about um, because I don't understand it and I can't relate to it. I'm not going to talk about anything when it comes to um, homosexuality. Um, I'm not going to talk that much about threesomes because I've never been in one. Um, a couple other things. Um, not big on urine, you know, urinating on people. Um, Golden showers. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know of them, but you know, it's not my cup of tea. But it's just certain things I'm not gonna cover. I'm not gonna bash people. I'm not gonna bash women. Anything I talk about, I try to. It may be a topic about women, but somehow I try to form format where it's talking about men and women. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times people like to say men are the front runners when it comes to bad relationships or you know situations not going right which we all know is a lot it can be both men and women now it may 
be that women are more cunning and more um, selective about what they do and how they do it. Trust me, there's a lot of women who is just who are just as bad as a lot of guys out here. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I know me that I have done some fucked up shit. But um, at this point in my life, at a certain age, it's not in me. So that's why I talk about it. That's why I chose to talk about my relationships. And, you know, um, honestly, what it is, the book is like a semi-autobiography. And that's one of the reasons why it hadn't really popped off because I have to be careful what I say in situations. I have to create certain situations because I don't want to put too much out there because I can say something, somebody might either have some type of recollection what happened may have filmed us or may have recorded us. The next thing I know I'm sued slander or whatever you know what I'm saying so um, it's about me but it's not about me you know, it's a couple of a couple of situations that I wasn't a part of but you know I know somebody who was so just about every story that I'm writing is either about me or somebody I know who's close to me and they got into some craziness when it comes to relationships and stuff so that's why that's the biggest hope is trying to make it where it's not just raw. You know what I'm saying? So, but anyway, that's what's going on, and um, I'm close. I'm closer than I was yesterday, so I'm gonna continue to bang it out and try to you know get it done as quick as possible because I don't care about making a lot. I mean, it's nice, it, don't get me wrong, it's nice. But this is more about me accomplishing something that I set out to do and, you know, um, it's gonna get done. It's just, I got a certain way about how I do shit, so. Anyway, um, once again, thanks everybody for listening, for supporting. And I will talk to you next one Saturday night. Y'all have a good night, take care. And I'll talk to you soon, peace.